How mesmerizing. The solitude of space. Mm -hmm. Space. Space. The, the, space. You all will understand that that reference by episode's end. Hello, this is Lex here with, well, usually I'm here with Art, but he had to go and have like a kid or something this evening. Uh, and of all nights, he couldn't have picked a different <laughs> night. <laughs> so instead, I am joined by producer Teddy and uh, one of our uh, one of our guests who, for some reason, keeps on coming back. I'm not entirely sure why. Kelly, Kelly, Teddy, how are you both doing this evening? I am great, Kelly. How about you? I'm doing good as well, thank you. Yeah, so this is another abbreviated episode for us here, Lex, huh? Yeah, we're st so, as I mentioned in the, the past two episodes now, we're still playing around with this format a little bit. Uh, we have had a space episode previously. However, that was an hour-long episode, and this is a half-hour episode where I don't really think we're talking topics. We're just talking about space in general. We, we have a new feature this evening that has been alluded to called the lex load uh that uh <laughs> that uh, uh well yeah the, are, are we going with the lex load or are we going with the big load with lex i kind of like the lex load but you know what kelly what do you think is better yeah what do you think we've asked ben some questions i like the lex load there you the go lex load okay yeah i think it sounds sexier the <laughs> lex load this is when we really need art and his drops so yeah that's another thing i was going to mention was that uh later on we're going to have a little a little ditty from art so we'll see if he uh, ends up dropping the uh the uh infamous yeah um what's Boring. it called yeah yeah my guess is he's dropping just loads my mm. guess is he's just going to take one look at this episode here and just say, eh, yeah, it's fine as is. And then you don't have to worry about any any drops or anything else. Just let it roll. That's right. Because Nobody that's the way it goes. Now, now, Kenny, I know that you sent that you sent me a link a little bit earlier on today that you said you you would like to discussed during this uh yeah i got a, i got a little list here that i wanted to kind of go over first uh yeah as joe said uh, we're talking about space tonight and uh this is just our abbreviated episode here and we wanted to have our space our resident space specialist cosmic kelly herself <laughs> and uh one of the first topics on the list for me because if you ask me i think one of the biggest things happening in space right now if you can't you know discount all the politics which we'll get to later um is jwst uh yes. the james webb space telescope uh it is going through its alignment process it it made obviously made it to its point it has unfurled um kelly how many tears have you shed between now and uh between when it launched and uh unfurled properly 18 days worth one day for every <laughs> mirror on the space telescope <laughs> Joe, have you seen the pictures of the alignments where it's looking at the stars? Have you guys seen that? Yes, I have. I, 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 I have to say, keeping with the disappointing motif of this podcast, I almost wish there had been <laughs> kind of an, well, an, an uh, 
kind of an unexpected uh, thing, like what happened with the Hubble. Um, I don't know if you all know that, but when the Hubble was first launched, um, the pictures, I don't know exactly why, but everything came back blurry as hell. Um, yes. Oh, actually, trust me, you're, you're talking to the right people for that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, and so it would be great if we had set that, you know, if we had set that up there, the uh, James Webb and like, you know, we set it up and it was turned backwards or something like that. It, you know, that, that would be the perfect American engineering right there. So, but you're <laughs> such a pessimist. <laughs> but well, well, it looks like he's an asshole. Yeah, I don't know. I, I really am. It it looks like that is not the case. It looks like everything is going according to plan. So uh, perhaps we'll be able to see some some alien assholes before. <laughs> and I do mean assholes. Wink. Yeah, that's the truth. Um, yeah, it's it's great. The picture is like there's a kind of like a pseudo selfie that it took of its mirrors, which is really kind of cool. And then uh, yeah. it uh, it it showed us the pictures of uh, of it's actually trying to take a picture of one singular star that it is locked in on. And uh, at the moment, you know, at, at the point of launch, we don't know which mirrors which. So they'll kind of wiggle the mirrors and take a picture and kind of see which mirrors which. And then once they do that, they'll start aligning them. And then uh, they got that to a point where it was just a big jumble of stars. Like you really couldn't tell like which mirror was which. And then the next picture to come down, it's like a big, it's all hexagonal or octagonal, I guess. Um, and it's 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 something else, man, just to see them all come down. And then now they've got it to the point where all 18 of those mirrors are uh, pointing to one particular point. So and now it gets to the point where we're not going to tell the difference of, of the microscopic nano bits of movement that each of these mirrors are, are, are actually uh uh, accomplishing here in their um, alignment process. It's it's fascinating, man. Oh, it is. I know. For those that don't know what producer Kenny is talking about, James Webb Space Telescope is con it consists of eighteen separate mirrors, and each one of those mirrors is going to be you know reflecting or accepting the light, seeing the light, bouncing the light off of a star that it's pointed at. So that's going to be eighteen different individual images that are then going to be all focused to one point. So every image you will see in the future from James Webb, it will actually be 18 separate images, like it's a mosaic, all combined into one image. And then it's gonna be processed. And then that's how we're gonna be able to see very far back into history. Well, so go ahead, go ahead, Joe. No, uh, because I was about, uh, I was just about to change topics here. So, so please go ahead, Kenny. Well, I was just going to follow that up with one final thing, like as to why that's so important. Um, this mosaic, it's 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 taking these pictures and, and putting them on top of each other. So you're getting like a little bit of light. But when you combine them all together, um, you're getting a lot of light and lights information. So uh, when I used to do some astrophotography, um, because the rotation of the earth and I didn't have any equipment, I would only take 15 second long exposures because, you know, that would be enough time for me to get what I wanted. But I would take multiple 15 second exposures and put them into a, a piece of software and that would compile them all together. And I, I would get some really neat pictures and then they weren't true white light pictures, but they were, you know, mosaics like we're, what we're getting. So something yeah. you could do science on so yay james webb space telescope go, james all webb. right 
Well, I want to change topics because you know me, I like to talk, as Kenny said, I am the pessimist here of the group. So I actually just included a link here in our chat, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that actually happened last week. It was uh, <laughs> that I would love to get your all's take on. Space junk on 5,800 mile, mile per hour collision course with the moon. This happened, if I recall correctly, last Friday. No one knows exactly where the space junk came from. I know that uh, China is disavowing any knowledge of it, claiming it's not theirs. But basically, the, the moon last week was walloped with three tons of space junk. And it is expected, <laughs> it is expected that when it hit at 50, once again, 5,800 miles an hour, or for those of our listeners, uh, overseas 9,300 kilometers per hour, nice. um, it is expected to have carved out a hole in the moon, 33 feet to 66 feet across and send moon dust flying hundreds of miles across the barren pockmarked surface and you so, know and for our space fans uh 5800 miles per hour is uh 2592.83 uh 832 meters per second yeah all i have to say is that you know i really hope it's not china and that it's actually us because you know what god bless america you know what we we <laughs> Go ahead and uh, um, what is the uh, what's the acronym again for the James Webb? It's the JW what now? It's JWST, James Webb Space Telescope. And I don't know if that was a multinational thing or if it was just American or whatnot, but it was. Uh, no, it's multinational. Yeah, it's international. Well, you know what? I am owning up to the giant hunk of space junk that just hit the moon. You know, that is American through and through. In fact, I, I also hope that there's some Whopper wrappers in there <laughs> because that is the way that is the way that, you know, just like the raising of the flag there on Iwo Jima, this is America, baby. <laughs> we we are making the really the only word for Oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Art does that, too. <laughs> and I could not be happier. So. I guess the question that I have for you all here is because, you know, once again, this is an example of, you know, human contamination. You know, now we're fucking up the moon. So, uh, and if memory serves, I mean, the, the Earth's atmosphere is pretty cluttered with satellites as well, correct? I mean, too. Oh, gosh, yes. So, I mean, it's, are we really just making things worse? in the hope of making things better you i think that we've been doing that forever mm -hmm. we, we we haven't stopped doing that um we're continuing to make things worse in the hopes that one day we get to star trek and everything's better but yeah you think we're gonna get there who knows mm -hmm. I know there are some people out there, it might not be very um, common knowledge, but there are people out there that ha have been trying to come up with ways of reducing how much space junk is orbiting the yeah. planet right mm -hmm. now. Because it is, I mean, yeah, we've been launching rockets since the 60s. So, um, yeah, some of it does eventually, you know, um, 
the orbit of the piece of space junk, you know, degrades and eventually burns up into the atmosphere. Um, but some of the things, just because they're going so fast, you know, they stay up there. And the more things we put up there, um, yeah, it is a, it is definitely a potential um, issue. And they've had to um, move the International Space Station to avoid some things here and there. So that's something that you know NASA is always um, on the lookout for as well too. Um, I, I think they have a, I think they have a, a department that actually tracks as much as they can, yeah. but even, you know, when the astronauts are out there, um, working on the space station or a satellite or something in the past, when we used to do that, um, you know, every once in a while, a screw goes flo flo floating away, you know, unfortunately, maybe a wrench or something will go floating away. That's why usually all your tools are yeah. the bag of tools. Ugh. Um, that stuff's all tethered to them, but every once in a while, something will it gets get away. away. And if a screw is going at, you know, 17 and a half you know, thousand miles per hour. <laughs> That's pretty bad. What a way to die. Yeah. Screw to the head in space. Yeah. That'd be, bad. That's It'd be like getting shot. Yeah. I mean, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, I guess you wouldn't know it happened, you know, It'd no, be a bad... it would start losing pressure and you'd be like, <gasps> well, yeah, if it hit your space suit and not you in the head. Yeah. That'd be bad. Yeah. God, it's terrible. So we moved. So so we moved on to death in a vacuum. No, just kidding. Um, oh dear. You know, so so on my list. I'm sorry, Joe. Go ahead. No, I I was going to say speaking of more bad shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, because I, I believe Kelly just mentioned the International Space Station as well. Um, mm -hmm. How awkward do you think do you think things are up there right now? Because you know we have a country that's. We kind of have like a pseudo cold war going on now between Russia and everybody else. So, um, yeah, and obviously the Russian president or premier or whatever assholes the title is, um, obviously what's going on in the world is on him. You know, I'm not trying to blame the Russian people or anything else, but they are the ones suffering right now. I mean, it, they just lost McDonald's. McDonald's has pulled out of the country. So it's like, you know, it, they've shown people like buying up everything in, in, in McDonald's and tossing it all there in like their fridge. That's how bad things are in Russia right now. So my question is, how awkward do you think things have to be up on the ISS right now with all this going on? I, I, I mean, I can go two directions with this. One's a joking direction saying that it's super awkward and they have to kind of like sneak into the kitchen and no one's talking to each other. And he goes into the thing, gets his little breakfast pouch and nods to them and then goes back to the American side. But I can tell you for a fact, there is no beef whatsoever on the ISS right now. Those guys are 100% professionals. They've, they've, they're not into the politics down on earth, 100%. Right. Um, the, I, I, all the bad stuff that's been spoken, which I want to talk about later, uh, which we're uh, going to get too soon here, um, is is just politics, man. Those guys are freaking professionals and 100% hands down. I mean, like, you know, I don't believe it for a second, but it, it does make for Agreed. a very funny joke. It does, oh, I, right. And. And they, because of the way the International Space Station is constructed, they need each other. Even if there was a beef, they need each other to survive up there. Yep. Those sections, the Russian section and the US section, they're both designed and built as they were put together. If one depends on the other, you cannot like 
close the door and separate each, you know, each half. And you're like, oh, well, we're going to stay over in our half. And that's it. It doesn't function like that. One side needs the power for the other side. One side provides the power for the other side. And the other side provides the propulsion for the other. So I think the U.S. provides the well, electricity to the Russian side. And the Russian side um, uh, is the propulsion for the whole space station. And, and life support split between the two. There's, there's exactly. a lot, there's a lot going on between both of those. those right. Those and they're, they, I mean, they've, they've spent years working together. So to throw that all away just for politics, I mean, they're, they're scientists, they're engineers. Yeah. They're professional people of the scientific community that are up there. And as Kenny said, they're keeping the politics out of it because that's not what they're about. Yeah, when they look out the window, they don't see any borders, and that's no. it. It changes you. I got to imagine. I, I, I've, yeah. I've read so many things that, like, of people, astronauts, and people who have gone to space, and it, it, it changes you because you look yeah. at Earth and you see, it's, it's our own little spaceship, you know. Right, and you don't get that perspective really until you go out there and see it, and hopefully, you know, not too far in the distance, more and more civilians will be able to have the opportunity to see it with their own eyes. Yep. Well, I, I think you all might be forgetting, though, about one of the greatest film villains in, well, well, villains in film history, which was the great HAL 9000. <laughs> so, you know, uh, do, you, do you really expect me to believe that there's no AI up there, um, you know, working for American interests or Russian interests and are going to, uh, and are basically going to, terminate the the life force of anyone up there in stasis there are could, could be the board could be up there waiting what's that mm -hmm. the board could be up there waiting to That's assimilate it. us yep yes and the borg uh, i mean they're basically communist <laughs> I, I i don't even know what i'm talking about i'm i'm, I'm just rolling with it so <laughs> well they would they would absolutely be communist uh, next on the list I have is uh, SLS, guys. Um, it actually looks like it might launch soon. For those of you who don't know, SLS stands for Space Launch System. This is NASA's big boy. And, uh, and I tell you, it is a big boy. Uh, if you can imagine the, the, the orange tank from the shuttle with th four, not three shuttle engines strapped to the bottom of it. And then two shuttle solid rocket boosters on the side of that, lifting a little bigger than an Apollo-sized capsule. So, oh, oh, a lot. Actually, it's a lot bigger. It's a lot heavier, I should say. Yeah. But um, what is it? Seat four. Uh, at least, yeah. Yeah, I think it's seats four. Um, named so Orion. It's <laughs> named Orion. Yeah, the Artemis program. We're going back to the moon, baby. This is NASA's big boy. Um, it's been delayed for what? 15 years <laughs> oh my god it's yes the delays are endless and it's crazy expensive and not reusable but what does it not at all do? <laughs> right now it doesn't do anything but sit in in uh the vab at nasa um down in uh, cape canaveral but um it will soon launch a test vehicle unmanned uh to around the moon yes yes artemis yep. one mission is to go around the moon and come back and for our listeners out there if you would like your name to be included on a little flash drive that's going inside the orion spacecraft that will travel all the way around the moon and back you can sign up on nasa's website and please please if you do sign up use the name hey would you blow me <laughs> <laughs> what's art's gmail address what was that <laughs> 
forget. What was that one he's been using? Um. Anyway, so yeah, SLS. We're excited. I can't wait to see it, man. Um. I'm, I don't know if I don't know what time of day it's intending to go up because I don't think we're close to knowing yet. But um, oh yeah, definitely not know. If not, it's not daytime, I, I intend to to get my drone up in here. I live about an hour away from there um and i've actually i've i've gotten you know uh trails from spacex's falcon 9 mm. but uh i want to see i want i want to if i zoom in i bet you i can get uh i've i've seen um zoomed in for my own camera the shuttle solid rocket boosters dipping off the side so i wow. bet you i bet you how I'll far catch do you them. live i live in lakeland and cape canaveral is about an hour hour and 20 minutes away oh, about 100 yeah. miles by the it. bird flight oh, oh yeah yeah oh. well we see them all the time i've seen a ton of launches from here it's, it's not very impressive it's like a white light with a trail behind it but it's i mean it's more than i saw in maryland oh yeah i, I mean it, it lex to answer your question um since the saturn V, which was the behemoth of its time was built specifically you need that much lift and thrust to launch a teeny tiny little spacecraft to the moon that's how much it takes to get off the ground and escape Earth's gravity. So the SLS system is going to is going to be. Um, that's why it's being built so large. With it's the, a heavy lifter, yeah. Yes, exactly, because it's got to launch that puppy all the way to the moon and back again. So that's why it's going to be so massive, or is so massive. Cool, cool. Mm -hmm. um, I I just remembered that uh, the the day we are taping this again, I apologize for a peek behind the curtain here, but is if we are taping this on March 10th, I seem to remember there being a specific, that being a special date in space history. And I just looked it up and the reason why was because <laughs> I'm going to have a hell of a time with this word with my stutter. Syzygy. Syzygy occurred on this date in, on, in 1982. And that is when all eight planets and Pluto were in syzygy, ugh, meaning that everything was positioned on the same side of the sun at the same time. And right. Yeah, I see this syzygy. Yeah, you're saying it right. This was the first time that that this had occurred. Uh, you know, the the last time this happened was in 1982, and this was the first time in 100 and 76 years that this had happened so it's something that none of us uh will will live to see again because it is projected to happen again on may 19th 2161 but hey, you never know perhaps we'll be uh perhaps we will all be robots here in the future and uh but can we still count pluto among those planets because you know it, hey pluto's a planet it's just a dwarf, dwarf planet. It's dwarf planets mad. Dwarf planets matter. Uh, Tell that to Pluto. He's very sad. Or she, yeah. she. It's very sad. Yeah, she's she's very sad. She's got a big old heart. Um, Joe, what do you what do you got? Something interesting for us this week? I do. I have a couple of links actually for. <laughs> once again, this is the Lex Load Corner. <laughs> hey now, <laughs> dropping loads, dropping loads. Oh God, help us. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. First, uh, let's go ahead and uh, hear from Art real quick. Okay. 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 So now he's going to play the drop and loads thing. And at the end of that, we're all going to laugh. So ready? We're all going to be like, ah, he played drop and loads. And I thought that he wasn't going to get, you know, I thought I was going to get away from it. Ready? Two, three. 
Oh, you bastard. Oh. I thought I was going to get away with not hearing drop and loads. Right, suck oh. You right, suck, so Art. Our, our suck. First, so. Boring. <laughs> our first link here on uh, uh, on Lex Load Quarter this week has to do with a company that wants to drop human organs from outer space. So the thinking being, <laughs> what? <laughs> the thinking being is that it's a, a good place to store human organs uh, for when they need to be retrieved and that they can be shot down to Earth quickly. Um, so as to so. You know, so you don't have to worry about, you know, flights across the country or across the world or anything else since all this stuff is kept on ice. It can just be shot down right from outer space, right to the hospital of need. And so um, I'm looking forward to in about 30, 40 years when a three ton mass of human organs hits Mars or something like that. And once again, we are to blame. So that is uh that is one story here in the lex corner this week the other one is about pete davidson who is uh who as you know has banged every hot actress and maybe guy too i don't know out in hollywood and, uh, kelly, kelly if i may for a moment i mean i'm a dude and i i can see when another dude is attractive and you know is able to gather those guys what is it about pete davidson what do have you, you... To, have you listened to him talk Yes, I've I've listened to his comedy. Yes, I like him. I, I actually I would chill with Pete, Pete Davidson. He's actually a very interesting person to talk to, and he actually has, he's not just some you know comedian or whatever. I mean, he actually has a lot of heart, and a lot of the things that I've heard him talk about on um, talk shows, he's really interesting. So I think that hmm. sometimes, especially with Hollywood actresses, they're used to a lot of guys throwing themselves at them and. And so it's not so much a looks thing, right? No, I, I really think his personality has won over a lot of these. Um, yeah, a lot like Joe. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? Um, Pete? I was just trying to fill him for art. You know what? Pete, after you get done, um, after you, you get done with Kim, uh, perhaps Kelly will take you up on, on your offer. I go ahead. Go ahead. What were you saying about Pete? Where is he headed? I was saying that he... Um, Pete Davidson, the reason why I'm bringing him up on this space episode is because he wants to, uh, he basically wants to pull a William Shatner and fly up to space soon. Um, it, it seems to be the thing that celebrities are doing a lot as of late, Shatner, Michael Shanahan and such. So my hope is, is that he gets shot up there and he just keeps on going. And then he... <laughs> Collides, he to come back? Aww. He collides with the organs and they all make mars their home the end that, you know, that's lex load for this week flat and that was a lex load <laughs> <sighs> love this new format gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a work in progress and we don't we don't have our we don't have our our front it'll wheel be, it'll be better when art's back with his drops <laughs> mm -hmm. exactly his inappropriateness yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I can't keep up i can't keep up oh my gosh i i mean the organ thing that just sounds like a recipe for disaster uh, well hold on now are, are we in a refrigeration like uh lull down here is, is there something going on that we don't have enough refrigeration that we have to sh like do you know how much money it costs to send something to space yes. <laughs> like, 
It's like, really? I mean, I can go to Walmart and buy a big old fridge for like 200 bucks, man. It's not, I don't feel like that's a problem. Do we have such a surplus of of just organs laying around that we need to put them in space? Right. People are dying on organ transplant lists. They can't find a a donor. So what what do we want? I I don't know. I don't get it. I'm using my hands and it's it's radio. No, I get it. I, I get it. I'm trying to figure out how I could uh, audio that. Swish, um, swish, swish. All right, guys. Well, uh, I guess that's it. Thanks for uh, joining us tonight, Kelly. You're welcome. My pleasure. Good to be with I'm you I'm trying to stall while I find my outro. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Yay. Don't forget, if you want to send your name around the moon, go to NASA's website. Get your name on the Orion spacecraft. Amanda hug and kiss. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh my gosh okay here we go i found it okay. i'll cut all i'll cut all that out unlike okay. art i will actually do so That's you can right. find us at that was disappointing.com or wherever you get your podcast from we release a brand new episode every monday join the disappointed become a patreon supporter and be the first to receive exclusive new content from your favorite dysfunctional podcast i guess sometime sometime soon we guess uh that's patreon.com forward slash that was disappointing find us on facebook we lighten your feed with odd funny shit that's facebook.com that was disappointing forward slash that was disappointing something that effect joe art play us out Oh shit. <laughs> you forget to record it? No, I forgot I forgot to play this. What's your favorite thing about space? Space, go into space. Can't wait, space. Space, trial. Putting the system on trial. In space. Space system. On trial. Guilty. Not being in space. Go to space, jail. Dad, I'm in space. I'm proud of you, son. Dad, are you space? Yes. Now we are a family again. Space, space. I'm gonna go to space. Space. Yes, please, space. Space, space. Go to space. 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 I'm gonna go to space, space, space. Go to space. Good boy. Space. Play cool, play cool. Here come, here come space cops. Here come. Okay, that's enough. Oh come on! Oh, you want to keep going? That's thirty seconds. The end. Damn. That's a three minute and forty three second clip. Last thirty. Go to like the last thirty seconds or so. You should have played something from Morty and wait. Freaking Morty. Yes. Wanna go home, wanna go home, wanna go home, wanna go home, wanna go home. Frick, frick, frick. Don't like space. Don't like space. Too big. Too big. Wanna go home. Wanna go to Earth. Space. Space.